Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles, but massive questions about what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what if there is going on? what is happening. I don't even know. I hope someone will tell me. I'm joined with my five regular players. Say hello, everyone. Hello, hello everyone. <laughs> Let's just dive straight into it tonight. Ready? Cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D You'll have your character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades investigation of the knocking point robbery and hoping to help one of the local guard find a witch you headed into the lockhold wood hoping for some answers uh, you realized very quickly that you had no idea where you were going so <laughs> juna turned to the local sparrows for aid and you were led northward through the trees stopping to pick some pears for a late lunch Gwendolyn spotted some nearby deer and realizing that a meteor meal was on offer orin and enkidu fired their short bows the undead deer that you had attacked then reared their bloody heads and charged, leading to a hurried brawl with many deer eyes being jabbed out. <laughs> Later, you met Matrim Brug, uh, a hunter and gamekeeper for the Vondel estate, and whilst Juno was sceptical of his eagerness uh, to send you on your way to the witch, you all agreed to follow him back to Tillisham. 
back in town, you discovered that you all had a knack for stealth and proceeded to enjoy a competitive sneak-off. Uh, followed the hunter as he returned to the estate. Um, as the sun set, you stood on one side of the river, looking at the manor house on the opposite bank. And that's where we pick it up. What are your plans for the evening, everybody? Uh, I think going straight to bed. And... <laughs> <laughs> Taking a long rest, enjoying the fact that you've all levelled up to level two. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to have a little around, didn't we? Yeah, are we still at the mansion? Yeah, so you're on the opposite uh, side of the river, sort of looking over it. You can see um, like the gate and wall uh, that runs around. It's quite, it's quite a large estate. It sort of follows the river down quite a way. And peeking over the wall, you can see the manor house itself and part of the um, the ruined tower that's been built. Well, if we suspect um, Lady Vondell to be, you know, up to any illicit activity, I mean, she would be potentially partaking in these activities right now. I mean, I'm not proposing <clears throat> breaking <clears throat> into the place, but if she's up to anything shady, she will be doing it now when less eyes will be on her. Uh, I mean, do we know anything about, like, the layout of this place? Like, all we know is it's a mansion, so, like, we don't know what security they got. So, there's no harm. I agree. Um, You know, going to have a little look-see in the windows and that, uh, getting a basic layout. Like, you never know. There might be, like, a, a part of that mansion that seems to be, like, especially shifty that could be uh, useful to know about when we uh, go to Mara. I do think though we must if we do anything we mustn't get caught because we've got an invitation into the belly of the beast tomorrow. Yeah. I think that could be very useful. I mean if we do get caught I can always just claim I was confused about when luncheon was. Maybe. <laughs> 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 well maybe the safer option is for you to not be with us just in case we get caught and then we ruin everything. I think I can be around for this. I think I'd probably be quite useful if you do get caught. I think you'd be essential if we get caught. Well, okay. I guess the question is, can we sneak onto the property or are the people around that... Why am I speaking in that accent? (laughs) 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 I guess the question is... Can we sneak onto the property? Are the people around or does it look pretty clear? So, yeah, from your side, from the side of the river that you're stood on, um, there's a bridge over the river, not too far from you. And you can see that the path on the other side leads uh, sort of northward uh, out toward farmland and things like that. But it also curves, um, splits and curves back towards the estate. There is uh, quite a high wall around it. It's probably about 10 feet high with uh, occasionally like little iron almost like little alcove windows, like peering into the estate uh, along the riverfront. From the bridge, if you sort of wander down to get a better view, you can see that there are a few trees lining up to the main gate, but you're not, you, you can't necessarily see people moving around from where you are. I'm going to go take a closer look. Far too curious. I start walking. Uh, are you all following or just Enkidu crossing the bridge? I'm going to go for a promenade across the bridge. Why not? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I'll come. I don't see why not. Can't do any harm. Just take a nice sunset stroll. Yeah. Absolutely. We're taking in the sights. Wonderful. So um, uh, you cross the, the bridge and you, you follow the, the path sort of toward the the gate, um, especially as you're all looking out for stuff. Everyone make a perception check. Oh. Seven. Ten. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at the sunset. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's it's the most beautiful sunset I've ever seen. Yeah, I got seven as well. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Enkidu, save us here, save us here. Yeah, four. Four. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Oh my god. Ten was the highest. Yeah, minus one, baby. You're incredibly distracted. What I will say then is that um, you, you notice the gate and the gate, um, the path follows through it. It's quite a nice iron wrought gate. Um, it's got a big symbol of, it's like a circle of three entwined thistles uh, just in the centre of it. Do I recognise this design? Make a history check. I suppose it might have come up in some of your... No, that is a five. Five, no. Unfortunately, it's... You... Could could I ask the same question? Um, I will I will let you also uh, yeah, make a history check as well. Yeah. Especially as you're both from... Eight. Eight. <laughs> what is that? Um, I'm just, that sunset is so dazzling. I'll say for an eight that you are at least aware that it looks similar to like um noble what do they call it sigils noble like shield coats of arms yeah um that it's almost like the the house symbol of the vondels um okay. is what you assume like you're not sure if that's if it is if it's just a very nice uh decoration on the gate you know mm-hmm. but it has it has the air of that kind of thing mm-hmm. even with an a you'd know that so yeah with your perception checks like that's really all you <laughs> notice on the gate I, I i assume the gate is shut the gate is shut it is locked you can see some lights inside sort of people turning on lights as it's getting darker outside inside the house that was a weird way to say that the lights <laughs> I'll be turned on inside as it gets dark outside. <laughs> but apart from that, it's just a very glorious sunset. It's sort of catching the clouds and making some of them pink and purplish, sort of as it dips to an orange uh, um, across the farmland. It's very beautiful. I'm just going to pull um, the group aside and just be like, okay, just to clarify here then, as we're going to be like maybe attempting to infiltrate this place and sneak in and see what's what before we come back tomorrow. To clarify, we want to find out what? I'm not really very sure. I'm just going along with the group, if I'm being honest. Well, I suppose we want to see if there are any shady goings-on, so maybe we're looking for brewery equipment. I mean, I don't know why she would take it, but, you know, maybe to control people, you know, if they don't have their booze, they're controlled. Okay, that's good. I just wanted to clarify this place, because if we're going to case the joint, I want to know what we're looking for <laughs> specifically. Like, So, okay, so we're looking for, like, brewery equipment, we're looking for... Um, any shadings going, shady goings on and stuff. I mean, if they've if they've got any creatures, I could ask them what's going on. No one can interrogate them because they're animals. What they got, like a chihuahua or something, yeah, or, or a like horse, a little poodle, or another sparrow. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I mean, does it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> makes total sense. For the sake of this, I have no idea. We've we've seen a lot of weird stuff today. It has not made sense. <laughs> Um, okay, in that case then, like, some people going one way and some people going another way. What's the crack here? Well, I suppose if we needed any sort of diversion or something like that, I mean, I could probably stroll right up to the front door and, and have a chat and do a bit of distracting if that's useful. But it depends if we need distracting. No, I would recommend, like, the best thing to do when you're going to try and, like, break into a place or at least look into a place is that, like, you don't want your presence known about. So therefore, why don't, like, we have, like, one team go around the left side of the house the other team go around the right side of the house and, like, have a look around, see if we can find anything. What do we think, gang? Sounds good for me. Yeah. I mean, I don't often break into places, but I'm sure that's the way it's done. Yeah, that's why I've heard from a friend of a friend of a friend. Right, <laughs> right. And I suppose maybe looking at the gamekeeper's place might be an idea because he had some sort of magical thing, didn't he, Orin, that you said you could see? Yeah, he had something, something of the transmutation magic on his belt. I don't think I could tell what it was. How far can you track that, Ari? Um, I think... Hold, hold far. 
Hold fast. <laughs> Chris, is your entire shirt open? Yeah, it's very hot. <laughs> Just saw you lean back in all the hairy chairs. <laughs> I've slowly been undressing. As, as the I really, I really like the idea that Guy is just there with his shirt completely open, just like wafting in the evening winds. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a lovely, like dirty silk shirt. Oh yeah, the frill is real. What's, what's the chest hair situation on Guy's? Um, well, he's half elf, so two <laughs> <laughs> minimal. Has he named them? Oh, you have to know him a bit more to find out. <laughs> um, I just imagine Gaius is getting ready to be on some sort of calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Absolutely. So I can only see something within 30 feet of me with my goggles on. Okay, that's okay. Okay, so we got t- uh, you going to the gamekeepers and like anybody going with you? I'll go with I. I don't mind going. Sure. I'll go wherever I'm needed. Now you did when you were following the the hunter. You did uh, watch him as he entered the whole estate. Ah. So he's somewhere within the walls, his cottage or where yeah. he was heading. Okay. So I mean that's not going to help unless we can get over the walls. How high are the walls? About ten feet. Ten feet. Oh, that's oh, doable. We can climb that's no problem. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Would you like me to pass you over in some sort of way? Or you can get on my back, Juna. Oh, Gwendolyn, that's very kind of you. Lovely. I'm going to try and climb over the wall with Juna on my back. Wonderful. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe at a more useful place than the gate. <laughs> the front gate. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do a very, like, sleuthy, like, chilled out perimeter check. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Um, or one person make uh, an investigation check with advantage. Uh, or I suppose a survival check. You're looking for something sturdy enough to climb. I mean, I don't mind doing investigation. Yeah, that's kind of your thing. Yeah? Mm. Yeah, definitely. You've got a good head for mechanics. Yeah. I assume having known you for a day. (laughs) (laughs) You know me well. 24. 24. Oh, definitely then. Uh, You head along sort of the the river bank side of the wall, and there really isn't much to to climb on that side. There are a few trees on the opposite side that you think, oh, if some of the branches were a bit lower, you could maybe grab onto. But you sort of, it takes you probably about half an hour to walk right the way around the perimeter until you get to the north side, where one of the walls is completely covered in vines. And like you give them all a tug, you do like sort of give a a good sturdy check, and you're, you're sort of satisfied that not only is there nobody to the north side near enough, like it opens out into fields and farmland and things like distant houses. So you think this is probably a good spot that nobody's going to see you climbing. But also that on the opposite side, um, having checked in some of these small alcoves as you've uh, and small little windows as you've gone along, you think you're going to land in a grove of trees and not like directly in anything dangerous. Right. Okay. I think this is the spot, guys. So uh, shimmy up these vines, I guess. Right. Do you not? On my back. I can, I can, I can try and climb these vines if that makes your life easier. I mean, I don't mind either way. I'm happy to have you on my back, or I can go after you so I can catch you if you fall. How about that? Oh, thank you. That'd be lovely. Um, Juna, do you want to make an athletics check if you're going first? Yeah. While this is all going on, DM, I'm just going to be keeping an eye out for any like eyes that are looking towards us. Cool. Make a perception check. Six for athletics. <laughs> Six. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you get, you get. A I mean, few... I mean, we could do acrobatics if, if that. You know, <laughs> um, no, no. Um, but as you, <laughs> you get a few, a few up, and you realise quite quickly that actually, because of your stature, these vines, like the the stronger, sturdier vines, are just that little bit too far apart for you to like reach and try and grab. So you do, you only get about like two feet off the ground, and you realise you've got to come back down again. Oh, Gwen, I I think it might be a bit much for me. Not a problem. Cl- I climb on Gwen's back. 
How was the um, perception check, guys? 23. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're really satisfied. Like, you keep a good uh, eye out on the horizon. You keep scanning both ways along the wall, listening out to any movement on the opposite side. There's no one around. This is a really safe place to to sneak in. Nice, nice. Okay, guys, hurry up, hurry up. Go, 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 go. I'm go. going the fastest I can. All right. <laughs> so you all, uh, you all clamber up over the over the wall dropping down one by one on the opposite side. Um, and there are, there are about five or six trees just where you are. Um, and sort of looking along the wall, like you can see these little like pockets and, and little groves and things of trees all, all across the, the way. This is, it's quite a wide open space, largely though. Mm-hmm. Sort of there are the odd tree here and there across the main lawn, but it's, it is quite open. It is, it's, you'd be easily spotted running across. It has gotten dark by this point. Uh, but it's not necessarily like midnight dark. It's probably about half eight, nine-ish. How about we move maybe one person at a time to a more, much more secluded area so we can get more of a vantage point? Yes. I'm happy to go ahead. Can we all agree, like, if anything bad happens, this is our escape route, like this wall, these vines right here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good idea. So we're splitting into two groups, or are we staying together? No one should go by themselves. If, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. But the thing is, if there's a big band of us, they're gonna attract attention. No. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we trying to? Where are we trying to get to? I'm not quite clear. Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're trying to do like a perimeter of the mansion, looking into any windows we can see, and also we're trying to go to the gamekeeper's place to just have a little peek around there, see if there's anything magical. I mean, just as a thought as well, I don't know whether we want to check out the tower, whether that feels like a good place to go and have a look. Definitely want to see the tower. It's possibly not going to be as busy as the mansion. And easier to infiltrate than the actual mansion. Yeah, lovely. So I suppose we're kind of going up to the closest part of the building to us and peeking through the windows and being really stealthy then. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. I think I can manage that. I think you can manage that too. Do you think we should wear some... Bits of the trees, maybe, as like camouflage. No. Oh. Keep below to the ground, move slowly, and we should be fine. Okay. Well, I'm just going to put a few twigs in my hair, just in case, you know. Oh, and Kindu rolls his eyes and says, do, do, do what you want. Grant, Grant, if we do get caught, and you're our get-out clause on this one, I don't know how you're going to explain the fact that you've got half a tree in your head now. Cross that bridge when we get to it. Let's get moving. Yeah, let's go. Cool. Uh, so you're heading towards the, the main manor house? Yes. Yes. Cool. Can everybody make a stealth check, please? Because that involves open, uh, sort of crossing open land. Not bad, not bad, not bad. Nineteen. Oh, nine. <laughs> Six. Oh, no! <laughs> and I have got a tasty 16. I got an 18, so I think those twigs really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's that's the distracting conversation that Juna and Oren start having. <laughs> that, like Enkidu, Gwen, and, and Gaius like dart right the way across like tree to tree <laughs> and junior and Orin are just sort of trailing along the back being like oh, it doesn't look it's not even arranged them that well um, <laughs> um what you do notice actually junior and Orin, as you're all toward the back of the group is that to your uh to your left to, toward the east you do see a small hut sort of nestled into the trees right in the far corner um you're far enough away that you and like the the five of you moving together as a unit um you you're quite happy that you've not been seen but uh yeah you do notice that as you approach the main the main house um from the where you are the sort of the northern edge of the house make a make a perception check as you, you sort of you move forward tree to tree and then you you find yourself behind a nice sort of low bush 
in a little copse. Just like that you all settle yourself down in and start having a scan of, of the northern side of the house, of the manor. I'm still just staring at Gwen's twigs in her head. <laughs> 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 oh, who's doing perception? We all are. Yeah, everyone can as you're all sort of looking together. Twelve? Six. Eleven. Ten. I mean, I'm, I'm offering it out to everyone because I'm hoping the rolls are going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> No small roles, they said. There are no small roles. Not this episode. <laughs> I mean, they're not saving throws, are they? Because that this could... is yeah. this is true. Can you imagine, Gina? From your view, you're the one that sort of probably catches it. Is that toward the back of the house, the eastern wing again? Um, there is a light on in, in in one of the first floor windows. It's it doesn't look like candlelight. Is the thing? It's got sort of a bluish glow to it, which is what draws your attention. Um, and it's it is quite soft, which is probably why the others missed it. You can't quite see in the window from where you are. You'd have to move round toward the east a bit more, which would bring you closer to the, the hunter's lodge. But you sort of, yeah, you notice that there is some movement upstairs. I don't mean to distract you, but there's a funny blue light coming from that window over there. Can you see it? Orin, can you see it? I'll, I'll have a look at the window. I'm not, I haven't set up my goggles yet. So I'm just looking at the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, with Juna pointing it out, yeah, you, you again can see this like soft blue glow coming from there. Does it look like a magical glow? Is it a type of glow that I would recognise? It sort of looks a little bit like, um, almost like rippling water, like like reflect, ref, refracting off of rippling water. It has that sort of essence to it. So you're not sure whether or not that means that it is magical or that someone's just got a little pool or a bath or something up there with some lights. <laughs> <laughs> so either someone's having a really fancy bath or... <laughs> you know, set up the fairy lights. They've gone for a really like, yeah, they're just having a soak. But you don't, yeah, you can't quite tell whether or not it's that or it's magical. Do we want to get a bit closer? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just the two of you or is everyone going to follow? I'll keep hidden where we are so I can throw anything at anyone if kind of keep them covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'll team it with Juno. Cool. In which case, uh, and Gaius, are you going to stay with, with Gwen or go with? Uh, I'll stay with Gwen. Cool. Juno, uh, Oren and Ian Kiru then, can you make a second stealth check? Come on. Oh, I rolled exactly the same. Oh. Six. Eight. <laughs> we were so stealthy last time, guys. So stealthy, yeah. what happened? It's like... Yeah, I feel like I've broken my dice. I know, me too. <laughs> I've just rolled twos and threes all evening. Yeah, 15? Is that alright? 15. 15 is, is, yeah, it's alright. You've still got the cover of darkness to help you along at least. Oh, which is the point, Orin, you probably can't see a lot. Yeah, no. Alright. He's, he's not doing so well anymore in this light. Yeah, you can see you can see the light from the window and that's... Put your hand on my shoulder, Orin. Just follow me. Thanks, thanks, Juno. Yeah, I will. I'll... I, I, turn on a light but i feel like that might be counterproductive maybe that's what your six is yeah because <laughs> like you, you start turning on a light you, you're thinking about it and then you're like Ooh. no no put yeah. it away I put, I put a soft hand on um juno that my powers have grown somewhat and i can i can see far into the darkness if necessary so i don't mind taking point oh it's very kind of you yeah which is probably why your stealth check is that just that little bit higher as, as you're moving along you just keep a good watch out and there is like a, a brief moment of something moving in the bushes then you realise it is just a flurry of, of uh, birds, or maybe small bats. You're like, okay, no, we're safe. Yeah, you move, you edge right the way around for a, a good view. Again, you find yourself a nice little tree to sort of peek out from behind, sort of blocking the Hunter's Lodge view from you, which you do notice has got a light on as well. Even Orin, you could see that. Sort of, it's very clear that somebody is home. Oh, and that, that's, that's what the small hut is, the Hunter's Lodge, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And as you sort of focus in on this little... Uh, sort of glowing window. Um, all you can make out is 
uh, a woman in some sort of gown type of a thing, completely silhouetted by this soft bluish glow sort of in front of her. She seems to be making some kind of uh, sort of movements with her arms, as if she's like rotating a big, like a, I don't know, rotating a table. It's got that kind of, you know, driving a big truck. She's she's got one of those that that kind of action going on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But beyond that, like you can't see who it is. You can't see uh, because she's so silhouetted. You can't see what it is that she's interacting with or what she's doing. But she's she's clearly she stood in front of the glow like moving something I see can I make I don't know like an arcana check to see if like I recognise what she's doing with her arms or make her an arcana check yeah am I able to assist in any way because I know a bit about arcana yeah you can have advantage for that okay with advantage then that would be 21 Mm. Mm. 21 nice yeah so you're not certain what it is that she's doing she is clearly in the motions of performing some kind of ritual Mm -hmm. uh, some magical ritual whether or not that is uh, involving an object you can assume as much from the movements that she's making Um, Mm -hmm. but you can't tell necessarily what kind of what kind of ritual she's performing just that she's clearly doing some magic up there Hmm. What did you see? What's going on there? Um, I'm gonna. So I've realised I should have done this before. I'm gonna basically point to Enkidu and message into his head what I see, rather than telling him. Yeah. So yeah, Enkidu, you get sort of the full description of. It's sort of an odd experience. Yes. Having having Juna's voice in your head. <laughs> there are already enough voices in there that you're like, whoa, yeah. I don't need another one. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hearing Juna, but at the same time, she sort of describes everything you see. Is, can, with message, can you reply to it? Oh yeah, they can reply in a whisper that only you can hear, yeah. So he can reply if he wants. Uh, 25 words or less, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, if okay. you want to reply. Okay, yeah, I, w- I will reply. Um, it's more a tweet than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very, very short tweet. Uh, understood. Perhaps getting closer will be dangerous. Let us move on to the lodge instead. And I have an inflection to imply that it was a question. <laughs> uh, end of message. I give him an actual thumbs up. Nice. So the three of you return to Gwen and Gaius... Yeah. Cool. In which case, then, if, if all of all five of you are going to meet up and sneak over to the to the lodge, can everyone make another stealth check, please? Uh. And obviously, I, I I I tell them what we've seen. Yeah. And fill yeah. them in with what's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, for goodness sake! <sighs> oh no! Natural one. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Twenty-four. <laughs> Twenty-one. Twelve. I cannot sneak. Inky, do fifteen. The average is better. So weird that my stealth rolls are so good right now. It's weird. It's like I've got camo on or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's kidding me. It's kidding me. Orin's, Orin's just going to try and pick up some sticks. <laughs> In the dark and he can't see. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so everybody sneaks off tree to tree, sort of running across open spaces to get to the next one. Orin... Yeah, you get distracted by some twigs on the floor. So you stop in the middle of the field. Oh, God. Because you're like, oh, maybe this one's a do. Um, and you look up and it's just dark around you. You can see the little bits of light from the house and from the from the hunter's lodge, but you cannot see anybody else. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 I'm going to have to... 
I'm going to have to light up one of the sticks a little oh bit. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I'm going to pull out a little bit of phosphorus from my pouch. Bloody hell. Just rub it on my stick a little bit. Oh just my so gosh. I have a little glowing stick in my hand. Just oh. a gentle little five foot glow around me. Just five foot glow around so you've, me. You've got a glow stick. I've got a glow stick. I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So, um, so we got, okay, who got it? Yeah. And Kido. Okay, good. Um, and, uh, Juna. Good. Okay, excellent. And Gwen. Okay, wait, where's Oren? You all do the slow turn. <laughs> the camera is like focused on all of you in the background. There's like a little light and it pings up. Oh my god. Slow turn as you all look over at it. Son of a. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. I'm just waving it around trying to find where they've gone. Oh, don't wave it. <laughs> that makes you more obvious. You're the guy who, like, you're just running away like um, Mal- Dr. Malcolm from um, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like, hey! <laughs> oh, here! How, how far is he from, from us? Um, he's probably about 30 feet away from you all. Yeah, perfect. I cast Mage Hand and I pluck the phosphorus out of his, I flick it out of his hand. Like, <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah, <laughs> and then I just draw the mage hand back to me, and then dissipate it after like five feet. So can, hopefully, you got the indication that we're in this direction. <laughs> I will follow the glowing stick. <laughs> no, it's the opposite direction. <laughs> he flicked through the flowing, through, through the glowing stick, right? Yeah, I, fli- I flicked out. Like, uh, flicked it away, yeah, and then the away. hand has gone back to him. So you're gonna follow the <laughs> stick or the hand? I thought you were taking the stick. I said I followed the stick. I oh, the no. Stick. <laughs> so this thing, I, like, I can see the mage hand. Can I see the mage hand? And you would have seen it. glowing hand. You yeah. would have seen it with the, with the, when it flicked the stick oh, away. Okay, but, okay, I'll follow the hand. Oh, my gosh. Follow the hand. I mean, you're welcome to, to run across the field after you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Owen. Get the stick. Get the stick away. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll follow, I'll follow the mate. Eventually, then. after <laughs> much toying with Orin, um, he rejoins you. Um, you're probably again about sort of sixty feet away from from the hut. You're much closer. Um, you've uh, made your way. You're sort of uh, between the wall and a few trees. So you, you feel like if you edge along that way, and somebody holds on to Orin because he clearly is not doing well tonight. <sighs> Just keep your hand on my shoulder this time, all right? Right, yeah, sorry. I just, I've, I've thought <laughs> the sticks would be a good idea. I was just, yeah. <laughs> Bad idea. Okay. Um, um, as you approach, who wants to go sort of take a closer look at the Hunter's Lodge? I would like to. I'll go have a look as well, yeah. I just don't feel like I should be anywhere near anything right now. Can you two make a stealth check, please? Oh. That's a uh, 17. That is a... Uh, I can't count a seven. I've been gloating so much about how stealthy I am. <laughs> <laughs> Finally comes back to kick me. Pride comes before a fall. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So you both approach. So what, what kind of things would she be looking out for? Well, okay, she doesn't really know what she's looking out for because she's just trying to make sure that she can, like, do something. Um, so she's kind of looking at everything and I imagine that's why she's getting distracted and not being as stealthy as she should be. Right. Um, cool. In which case, Gaius, you sort of edge ahead. And as you catch like a good view through one window, you see Matrim, the hunter that you met before, uh, with another woman. She's got, uh, she's human with deep bronze skin. She's got, um, like sort of an amber brown hair in a low bun with, uh, sort of gray eyes. She's very, she's, she looks quite, she's, she's wearing, um, almost like a staff uniform from the manor house. So you get the impression that she, she clearly works in the house in some capacity. The two of them are emptying a bag of stuff 
onto the table, having having a, a chat. You can't quite see or hear what they're saying, but you do actually make a perception check to see what you see. Okay. Okay, that's a nine with a perception of four. So that's going to be a 13. Okay. You don't necessarily see everything that they're like taking out of this bag. It just looks like perhaps things that um, Matrim has sort of had with him during the day, like some food, some water skins, um, a couple of like sort of small potion bottle-y type things. Mm -hmm. Um, However, at that point, uh, Gwendolyn makes quite a noise behind you as she's tried taking a stick off of a tree oh my gosh. <laughs> to add to and it just oh. makes this like crack noise and the two uh matrim and, and this other woman inside the house just stop and look up as i hear as i do as they as i i hear the crack behind me i'm going to immediately fall into a death drop <laughs> to the floor <laughs> like to the floor oh my gosh gwendolyn just holds the stick she's just pulled off in front of her there is a very tense moment Gwendolyn, can you make a perception check from where you are to see if you can see anyone in the house? Uh, that's a 17. 17, okay. So you watch as um, Matrim walks toward the door. <gasps> oh, God. Opens it, a bit of light floods out from uh, from the door onto the couple of steps that he has. And uh, it just takes over like one or two steps out, just looks out into the darkness. Can you make a quick stealth check? See if you can hide from him. Is that both of us or...? Uh, I mean, you're you're on the floor, Gaia, so you're pretty well hidden from... <laughs> 18. <laughs> 18. So yeah, you like dart behind the tree. Nobody is moving. Um, he has a quick look around. Turns back again. Walks into the house. Closes the door. Sort of, for, again, from your view, you can see him sort of walk over to this woman and clearly is like, no, 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 it must have been. Like, like sort of brushes it off as something else. Might have been an animal or... Okay. That's perhaps one twig too many. <laughs> <laughs> um... Guy, do you think we should go any further? Um, he's taking some stuff out. Hang on. I'll cast message to um, <laughs> Gwendolyn. Oh and just be like, I looked inside. All I could see was him with a bag. Normal stuff. Nothing suspicious. Maybe not. I don't know. What do you think? Done. How the fuck are you speaking inside my head? I cast message again. Um, <laughs> after six seconds, because I have to wait six seconds. So I'm just like, wait. <laughs> I'm just going to cast message and be like, trick I picked up on the road. Don't like to use often unless necessary. Right. Okay. Um. Well, we could get a little closer and try and see if there is anything in that bag. But maybe we need Orin to see if there's anything magic. Can you hear me? <laughs> I'm just going to nod vigorously and then like try and like slide back up the window and just be like slide back up to the window mm-hmm. and like ask Gwen if she could get Orin oh damn it and then I'm going to wait six seconds <laughs> and then I'm going to cast um, oh shit no but if I cast something okay when I'm casting I'm just humming a tune really really quietly to be fair with, with message it's uh, you do have to whisper out loud so it's all it's all been at like yes a whisper. of course I do yeah because that was the problem that was my problem um, uh, so oh shit yeah okay so, so it's all I'm, but it's, it's all been like it is a whisper so it is quite like under your breath and blah 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 uh, okay then I will just cast it into Orin just be like Orin there's some interesting stuff potentially in this bag that he's pulling out can you sneak you didn't you, you couldn't have tell that I told that I was using quotation marks um, sneak your way as best as you can here. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I'll, I will turn to my two companions near me and go, okay, I, th- I think they want us, or me over there at least, to go and have a little look through that window. I'm definitely coming with you. I'll be your eyes, Oren. I, I give uh, <laughs> military hand signs for moving quietly and together, so I kind of hold three, <laughs> three fingers, I like swirl it around, and I just like thrust them out, and then like slowly put my palm out and then make it I see none of that (laughs) is it that dark I'm right in front of him (laughs) I'm right in front of him Juna says I I like you too Enkidu and I trust you as well Enkidu turns (laughs) he's kind of confused but he's actually he's he's blushing slightly and you know he just grab he just holds onto their like elbows and like just starts ushering them with him slowly <laughs> towards Gaius. <laughs> the three of you make a stealth check so that you can like close the distance. Mm-hmm. Yay! <gasps> oh, finally. 22. 24. 18. 18. Glorious. Yay. We made it, everyone. We made it. So yeah, like, especially having seen the other two, well, I say everyone, Orin can't see what's going on, but uh, with uh, having sort of, yeah, seen the other two, the little path they took, you sort of follow their tracks and make it so that you've all got really good view of the window without being seen at all you're probably about sort of 15 feet away in the darkness mm. like a little bit of light that's coming out of the window you're all well away from that so you're incredibly happy that you're hidden but you've still got a really good view Orin, with your uh detect magic yeah um so there's a there's a question mark on that firstly of whether i'm gonna cast it immediately mm-hmm. which will use some of my finite resources or whether we can hang out in the bush for 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> i float that to the group <laughs> Yeah. Do we have we got ten minutes? Yes. Oh, I don't know if I don't know. If, if I, I don't go. think we have, but I think if you need ten no, minutes, no, 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 we... no. If we don't have time, and I'll sort of concentrate and uh, quickly fiddle with my goggles, and they're up and running. Cool, nice. Yeah, as you as you uh, do that, there is a, a little bit on the um, the things on your uh, arm, all of the sort of the symbols. Yeah. They just, especially as it's like a, a quicker casting, they just like slowly rotate a little bit. Do, do we see this or is this just for Orin? Um, yeah, you probably wouldn't see it as it's sort of all in the dark. I don't know, is there, like, do they light up? They might have a slight little tiny glow to them, potentially, yeah. Tiny, like, not enough that it'd give your position yeah. away, but like, no, yeah, yeah. just enough that, yeah, like, Juno and, uh, and Kido, especially as your closest, you do just see, like, this, this like, across, across Orin's uh, hand. It's just a little bit of a glow. Yeah, sort of down the down his sort of forearm a little bit across his hand, sort of down there. And looking in, um, yeah, you watch. Make a perception check. Uh, Fifteen. Yeah, especially with Gaius um, having pointed out that there's like they're arranging things on the table. You do see that they've got food, water skins, potion bottles that are giving off um, a transmutation uh, essence to them. Um, and from your view as well, you can see that it is like a, a milky iridescent liquid. Maybe an oil. <gasps> oh my gosh! What you also see, um, then pull out of the bag, Orin, with your with your fifteen, is your healing kit. <sighs> ah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it is like you know you know that healing kit in and out. Like you've like it's yeah. it's in its own little box. That, like you know you've prepped and like you've fiddled with yourself. It is definitely yours. Um, and they they also pull out some like other other random boxes and stuff that you can only assume are herbalism kits and the similar similar ilk and they arrange them all on the table they seem to have a discussion furious um grab a few select items including the healers kits the herbalism kits um some of the food they sort of leave the water skins 
and the potions bottles as well. They, they grab those uh, and then they head toward the door. Okay, I'm going to get away from the window if they're coming towards the door. Yep, yep, yep. Can everybody make a, a, a stealth check just to hide? 21. 19. 16. 24. Yeah. 10. Um, no, that's all right. Uh, even with the 10. <laughs> so um, as they approach the door, Orin, you lose sight of them, but then you actually, with Detect Magic, do you have to be able to see the item or can you see through? So it can penetrate most barriers, but it's blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead or three foot of wood or dirt. But if it's just on their person in a bag or something, I'll see it. No, and the walls aren't three feet thick anyway. So as they approach the door, you don't see what happens but you do suddenly see a glow of conjuration uh, pass over like it it almost frames the door completely and then it vanishes it starts fading away it just leaves like an after effect that the magic was there does it look like a similar kind of remnant of an effect to the one that we saw in the brewery exactly the same as as the one you had before Mm. so uh, as they went through the door yeah and they've gone they've disappeared or what they've they have not exited the house the front door did not open but they are not in the house anymore you can't see them at least from your where you are did we recognize did i did did, did we recognize or uh, was there any significant features of the woman that was with the gamekeeper no and actually Orin having having had a good look at her as well she's not the same woman that robbed you in the in the woods mm. no she's a new character everybody oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> say what yeah i will Quietly whisper, whisper what I've discovered to everyone. Catch them up. Yeah, it seems like some sort of transportation mechanism, potentially. Something similar to what was used in the brewery. Uh, transmutation, that can change people. Yeah, right? transfer one being or an object into another. I'm just wondering if they were, whether that old lady we met in the woods was actually an old lady or not. It's a very good question. Yeah, and also, like, the thing is, there's a new magic user in town, unless that's the witch. Because we only know two people in town who can do magic besides us, which is the Lady of the Manor and the witch. That also depends on whether this witch actually exists, or maybe they were made up by the Vondells to begin with. Ah, this could go on forever. I suggest we go inside to the gamekeeper's cottage while he's not there, have a snoop around, see what we know about him, and then skedaddle. I think that sounds like a Sterling plan. I think so, but I don't think we should all try to enter all at once. Yeah, quick quick and easy, quick and easy. Um, Gwendolyn goes and tries and opens the door. Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Make a... You have to make any check. It's not a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Make a door opening check. Make a door opening check. She does it stealthily. Yeah. So you open it up. The lights are still on. The candles are uh, sort of dotted around the place. There's a small fire over in one corner. The first impression that you get is that it is a very normal domestic house. It's got sort of hunting equipment hooked and stacked along one wall uh, near the door. But there's a large table in the middle with a few chairs around it. There's um, sort of a cooking pot over the fire. There's a mirror above the fire. It's just a very, it's just, it feels very normal. Sort of one large room that leads off to another sort of room that is, it doesn't have a, a door between them. It's a nice open, open plan uh, studio flat. <laughs> <laughs> Not that large. It is clearly a double bed in the second room. As you have a, a look in there, nothing jumps out straight away. They're definitely gone. I'm I'm thinking we should see if they have any brewery equipment, but I don't know what brewery equipment looks like. I signal out for her to like, don't move, stay there. And I kind of make my way over to her. I carry on looking around. <sighs> I, th- I think I, w- I will follow Gwendolyn in. Definitely. I'll, I'll head in as well. I've still got a few minutes in my goggles. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to stay outside, but I'm going to keep a lookout and I'm going to try and like hide as best I can. 
Mm-hmm. So everyone inside, make a, an investigation check. Oh, perfect. Minus one for this. <gasps> natural 20. Hey. Well, I see your natural 20 and raise you a natural one. <laughs> oh. Another one. <laughs> Another one. Give you a five minus a one. So that's a four. <laughs> wow. Minus, baby, minus stats. 14. Okay, so as you're looking around, and, and Gaius, actually, if you're going to sort of keep an eye out, can you make a, a perception check for anyone approaching? Yeah, that's 22. Yeah, oh, cool. yeah. Nice. Eyes like a hawk, this one. I am pers- perceptive tonight. Gaius is a... Is the- Guy. This guy. This guy. This guy. So um, the four of you that dive on in, you have you start rummaging, but not with any sort of intensity. Again, it doesn't. There is nothing in this house, in this little lodge, that stands out as suspicious in any way to begin with. Anyway, there's a few bags to the sides, and again, you have a look over the food that they've left and some of the water skins that they've left, um, and they do seem to come from a whole range of different uh, travelers. That's what you can assume is that. If the other things have been robbed from you, that these have clearly come from other people. One of the the water skins is is yours, Juna. So you're like, oh, okay, well, I've got that back. Yeah, I will definitely take that back. But Orin and Enkidu's, for instance, your water skins actually aren't there at all. Hmm. As you're sort of poking around the bedroom area, Juna, you look under the bed mm-hmm. and move a couple of the boxes aside and you find a book mm. that looks incredibly old. Yeah. Uh, like really quite wet, weathered. The leather cover is sort of worn away a little bit and faded. The A lot of the pages have torn around the edges and sort of withered a little bit. Uh, yeah. It looks like a little bit of like mold has almost crept into some of it as well. Mm-hmm. Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a naughty, naughty book. It doesn't have a title, so you open it up, and it is filled with... Smut. Arcane rituals. Okay. Oh, sugar. Um, yeah. You don't initially really understand what any of them mean. Um, the What languages do you speak, Juno? I speak common gnome and orcish. Okay, so you can't even read it. Okay. I am going to take it out and take it back into the main room and be like, I found this book. I can't read it myself. Can any anyone else make any head nor tail of it? I spent some time studying various languages. I don't mind giving it a try. I've got ways and means as well, if we need to. Does anyone speak Elvish? Yeah, I do. Oh, Nope. <laughs> I have all the long list of languages I have. I love the idea that you're like, I do languages. And then like, just not this one. <laughs> I know. And Elvish isn't one of them. I'm like, that's wrong, right? After what? After all that? I- oh my gosh, I'm disappointed. <laughs> Enki does there struggling and then just uh, Gwendolyn starts reading it over his shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And Gwendolyn, as you're sort of looking at it, whilst you don't necessarily understand the magical language, that it, the specifics that it's talking about you do you can obviously read the words and it is very clear that it is somehow talking about bringing people back from the dead oh here we go i tell everybody that Hmm. that's um that's quite an unnerving book that they've got under their bed that's peculiar i mean that might go some way to explaining some of these undead creatures we've been meeting yeah that's true True. necromancy yeah experiments for a for a bigger more important target perhaps perhaps yeah what matrim when we met him in the woods had a dead deer didn't he over his shoulder? He did, yes. Yeah. It was a rotting deer, was it? No, I believe it was for the main house's dinner. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that he can't be 
playing about with things. Yeah. What do you want to do with the book? Should we put it back where we found it or take it? Well, it's either evidence or we put it back and they don't know we've been here. It depends. We don't know exactly what they're doing or why they're doing it. They might have a good reason. Can you tell what you can, looking at it, it's just about raising the dead? I mean, I'm not really, magic isn't really my strong suit. So I can just get the kind of gist that it's about bringing things back from the dead. Uh I'm going to try something. Orin starts fiddling with a quill, by the way, while this is happening. And Kitty's going to place his hand on his book, on this book. He's going to close his eyes and whisper, anything, guys? Any any insight here? I don't know how this works yet, but I'm willing to try. Can you make a charisma check, please? Ugh, nah, it's a nine. A nine. Can we hear him saying anything? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying it out loud. Cool, because if I can hear it, can I give him guidance? Um, I'm just for storytelling. I want to let him keep this role. Cool. Uh, cool. Because as you um, sort of say that, there is a voice that comes, thank you, dude. Oh. And just says, "Why don't you go fuck yourself, eh?" Yeah. Oh. Uh, Akidu, like, like his his breath starts like, and like you know he's hyperventilating. He grips the table. And he's, he's, he's looking around. And... None of us hear that, right? None of you hear that. Cool. Enki, do you right? You look like you've seen a ghost. <sighs> I think that's... Not seen, Miss though. I think I heard one. What, when you touched the book? I'm not sure if it was the book or it was... No, I think... <sighs> I'm going to stay away from this book. I don't think I should touch this. Not me. I get, I, I get out my little water skin that I've just got back and said, have some, have some water, Enki, do. I reach out a really shaky hand and I drink it and a little bit dribbles down my chin a little bit and I just kind of grasp her shoulder affectionately say thank you and nod her some thanks and hand it back. <sighs> You'll be okay. You'll be all right, young man. Thank you. Guys, I don't know how long we're going to be uh, be alone out here. Uh, what's, what's the plan? Well, I suppose we could stay here and try and confront them when they come back. Perhaps we'll have better opportunity for that tomorrow at lunch. Uh, where Metron will be on his guard, but we'll have more of a chance to see uh, what's inside, how they operate, what the Vondels actually do around here. Take the opportunity to get to see a bit more of the house and perhaps the tower then? Yeah, perhaps. Leave this place like we never came here? Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Right. Uh, Gwendolyn very gingerly takes the book unless Orin wanted to use it first. Unless we're going to stay here for another 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Do I hear this from the doorway? Yeah, you're, so you can be part of the conversation, yeah. From what I see, is there anyone who's walking towards the... No, no, no like, I'll carry over that, that really high roll that you had before. There's No, there's no movement outside. There's no more movement out here if you need to do something, but do it now. And do it quickly. If you got, if you got to do your 10-minute thing, start it now. I've already started. <laughs> oh, you started. Okay. Hey. I mean, I could always rip out a few pages, maybe the most deathy looking page. Yeah, I mean, that might give us, if we're trying to be hidden, he says, still fiddling with this quill, that might give us away. <laughs> maybe you should, like, change, like, one or two of the symbols, just to, just to... I, I think Orin looks like he's about to do something, and I want to see what he's going to do. He's never, he's not let us down thus far. I think give the boy a chance. Right. But a bit of graffiti afterwards might be a good idea. Yeah, I like the sound of that. <laughs> 
I mean, just for fun, if anything. Yeah. Um, so you all sort of Orion takes his, his, his 10 minutes or the rest of it. What are you casting? So I'm using my quill of comprehend languages, if I may. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So then uh, once I've once I've finished aligning my quill for Elvish in my 10 minutes, I'm then going to touch it to a page and essentially I'm going to sort of trace over the, the, the letters with the, the quill. So it, t- it takes about a minute a page to understand a page. So I don't know how many pages are in this book, but I'm going to find the most interesting interesting looking page if I can. Can I guide Orin to the more interesting one? Yeah, yeah. In which case, um, Gwendolyn, make an, uh, an investigation check with advantage. Ten. Ten. So you find one that you think is the most interesting is the one with most symbols on it so <laughs> this one looks really magic look at all those symbols <laughs> yeah you know you're right uh, and Orin as you sort of pass your quill over, over the page this one actually isn't doesn't say a lot but it is part of a ritual for necromantic magic as you um, are sort of working your way through that page and you, you sort of try and find the beginning and the end of the ritual as well this one is specifically uh, about raising a person mm. uh, but having a quick flick through some to some of the other pages if you've got the time uh, one or two of them are are more about how to keep certain organs going and how to extend lifespan that kind of thing I obviously report that back to the group oh my goodness extending lifespan that does not sound very pleasant or it might be very pleasant it might be someone desperate we don't know yeah, we don't we don't know who and why. Does it have anything in there about what the ritual would involve, like in terms of components? Yeah, or components. Like, um, you got to kill eighteen people or something. <laughs> uh, no, most of it just seems to be. There seems to be a lot of like things that you'd expect to to be in like a magical essence type of, but like sort of certain crystals, certain uh, materials of, of that kind of magical nature. Uh, bodies, obviously. Um, as you're sort of looking through for that can you make an uh, an investigation check Orin? Uh 23 so yeah like it, it basically uh, yeah expounds loads of different things like rot grubs and like i say um like amber crystals what is interesting though is that as you scan towards the back of the book uh, and it is fairly thick you do find the name of the mage that's written it oh and that name is Kralavin Savelt. Kral. Oh, Kral. Oh. Kral. Oh, yeah. We met in the woods. You came across a Kral, didn't you, in the woods? Yeah, he was like a creepy little guy. Also, Savelt is Savelt Square, right? Yeah. <gasps> Wait. Oh, Are you kidding me? There's a statue me? in the square. Oh, my days. What? Oh. <laughs> Someone looked at the statue, didn't they? Who looked at the statue? I think... I, we didn't look yeah. at it really very well. Oh. Right, next time we're back there, we need to look at that statue. Are you good at drawing? Um... Yeah, I'm pretty decent with a quill. Okay, I wonder if, maybe not here, perhaps we should leave now and discuss this in the safety of the inn. Maybe we can replicate um, a drawing if if it's within your skill set um, from Gwen's and Guy's memory. Do we want to leave some sort of message in the book? Like, um, we know you have the brewery, return it, or there will be consequences. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe let's just leave it be. We, I, I, could, I could leave them a fun little message. Just a little message. So Oren's, Oren's going to gently tap on the book and you'll see a message appear on the front page that just says... Naughty. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be it. 
So orange. Oh, naughty. <laughs> naughty. Naughty. Someone's been raising the dead, you naughty. Someone's been raising the dead. Right, guys, I think we need to get out of here. Or I'll, I'll go and put the book back. Yeah. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Uh, you all make your way out of the house, sort of close the door. Um, as, I, as I put the book back, DM, mm-hmm. I would like to steal it and put it in my robe. <gasps> <laughs> Amazing. Can you make a sleight of hand check, please? Yeah. Oh, no. Natural one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, Juna, you do tuck it into your robes and you walk yeah. straight back into the room to be like, I've done it, everyone, and the book falls out of your oh, robes. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. How did that happen? Oops. Um, I'll go and put it back. Maybe I should. Yeah, maybe Orange should put it back just, uh... <laughs> yeah, just, to, just to make sure it's put back in the right sticky fin- fingers i i empathize i completely do it but we got a job to do let's get the hell out of here let's go I'll, I'll go and put it back properly and on my way back past juna i'll just say i'll give you some lessons one day <laughs> hello wonderful listeners grace here with a few small notices before we carry on with the rest of the episode First of all, we will be releasing a recap show of episodes 1 to 5 this week. Perfect if you want a refresher of the story so far. I know I'll certainly find it helpful. Or perhaps you have friends that would like to start listening to No Small Roles, but want to jump right on into the action. Hopefully this will help them do just that. Second on the agenda is a shout out to the awesome Open Bar Theatre Company a theatre company very close to our hearts. This September, Open Bar will be touring Fuller's Pubs with their open-air production of The Tempest by William Shakespeare. Our very own Vicky Gaskin is one of the co-producers of Open Bar and will be taking on the roles of Caliban and Gonzalo. Our DM, David Knight, is the musical director and I am being kept very busy with the costumes. Open Bar bring you brilliantly bonkers productions in beautiful pubs gardens so if you are based in the south of england and you fancy some shakespeare in a pint then see if you can catch a show go to www.fullers.co.uk and look for shakespeare in the garden but be quick as tickets are selling fast Of course, not all of you lovely listeners are based in England. So hello to our listeners in Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland, Ireland, the United States, France, Germany, Italy, Sweden, Switzerland, Japan and Canada. It's blowing our minds that our little adventure has already travelled further than some of us. We want to keep getting to know you all better and we can do that through social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at NoSmallRoles and you can find our Facebook page by searching NoSmallRoles. Roles spelt R-O-L-L-S as in roll at the barrel. We had some awesome zombie deer fan art from the incredibly talented Made With Lovey this week. Go to our social media to see her work and find out where you can follow her and if you too are itching to draw some of your favorite no small roles moments be sure to tag us so we can share your artwork episode six will be out on sunday the 30th of august make sure you are subscribed to us on your favorite podcasting app and if you haven't already we would be so grateful if you could go and leave us a positive review and rating on itunes that's all from me for now 
let's take you back to Team Stealth. So um, outside of the, the lodge, you close the doors again. You've tried to make it look as much as if you hadn't been tampering with anything inside. Uh, where are you headed next? We, I'm imagining we haven't made it all the way around the... No, you've actually only stayed to the north side of the manor. Want to check out the tower? Yeah, let's make a quick, like, sleuth around the... Yeah, like you say, the tower and stuff, and then skedaddle. Cool, so you... Yeah, if you follow the perimeter around toward the east, sort of in a clockwise motion. I've got my hand on Juno's shoulder. Uh-huh. Oh, of course, yes. Those of you that can see in the dark, especially in Kidu, like, your eyes really adjusted to the, to the yeah. darkness tonight. There are actually two more buildings... Or sort of two more structures. There is the, the ruined tower off to the south. But then between you and that at the moment, there is another building, which, um, for people like Gwendolyn, you'd, you'd recognize quite easily as a stables. As you like hug the wall moving around, does anyone want to go into the stables or sort of leave it be? It does seem like the sort of place you could hide things. I'm well up for the stables. I'm going to keep guard outside. I, I'm happy to go have a little look in the stables. Yeah. Uh, I'm- I'll go in because I'm no good outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll stay outside with Enkidu. Cool. Uh, Enkidu and Gaius then, can you both make uh, perception checks to keep a watch? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, wow. Okay. Dirty 20. It's a very clean four. <laughs> <laughs> Small row, baby. Small rows. Okay. So Gaius is, is very happy keeping watch. Enkidu, because your vision has... Like you say, like you've never been able to see this far in the dark before at night time. Yeah. And you're just getting really distracted by like the night sky. Mm. I like you can see each of the birds flying like so much further, so much clearer. <laughs> it's really now you're just getting a little bit. You're not actually looking out for any right. any movement. Okay. Juno, Gwendolyn, and Orin, can you all make a stealth check to get to the stables? Ooh, twenty one. Twenty-two. A seven. Ooh. With the other two helping you along, Gwendolyn, what, what's distracted you this time? <laughs> um, I think my sticks have started falling off, Amazing. and that's the problem. Right. I'm just like, they're falling off, and then I, I'm kind of stepping on them, and my dress is, it, it's not really the best for sleuthing sometimes, so I'm getting a bit caught up in my dress. Between the, with the other two, though, they do... They are helping you along. Every time you get distracted, they they, they, they scurry back to, like, scoop you up and, and carry <laughs> you forward. You reach the stables. It's all close up. There is a small door to the north. There is a... Let me sort of do a quick skirt. There is a sort of a large double doors to the south. Which would you rather go in? Small door? Yeah. Small door? Yeah. Again, it's not locked. You open it up and it, uh, it leads into a small, say, like a changing area. There's uh, sort of there's riding gear, like helmets and boots and, and crops and... And those kinds of things, all arranged in a very nice, nice room. This, the, obviously, the smell is very stable, like lots of horse poo and hay <laughs> wafting into your nostrils. But as you move through into the main area, you actually find that it is almost completely empty. There are stalls enough for maybe 10 horses, but there is only one that has a horse in, and that horse being the white uh, Salian Thaddeus. Make a quick investigation check, all of you. 11. Mm, yay, natural 20. Yeah. Good, because I got a 7. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it keep falling on 7s, everyone? What's that about? No. I'm looking at you, Gina. No small rolls, just 7s. What's next episode sorted? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn, again, you've been in stables in your life. You know how they should be, how they should be worked, how, the, how they are arranged. This one has been meticulously cleaned out. Oh. It's, it's not that it's um, like things are missing, that they don't have the horses. Like that, there's there's no carriage in here at all. Everything has been removed and cleaned. Uh, I relay that 
to the others. And it's, it's very strange. It certainly feels like something's been here and they've cleaned up very well after themselves. Hmm. Why would they... Why would they cleaned it up? Like they're going to bring something in or they're taking something out? I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I wish I could ask this lovely, beautiful steed, but I'm afraid I just don't have the skills. He's a bit big for you, Juno. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> well, Orin, didn't you say that there was um, kind of traces left over when you investigated the brewery? Perhaps if the brewery materials were stored here there would be traces left behind unless it was cleaned there very, very thoroughly. Yeah, there were little like drops of oil and stuff that I found in the brewery. I can have a little look round on the floor, just have a scout round. It's worth a try if you still are able to look with your goggles. Uh, I think my goggles have probably faded. <laughs> unless it's been less than 10 minutes. It's, it's not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, can I just have a look around on the floor for, for little globules of yeah, um, stuff? And especially with Gwendolyn like pointing out, especially where it's been cleaned, there, there is no sign of any oils uh, beyond sort of what you'd expect, sort of horse. Um, I'm about to make something up, and I don't know if it's true. To all of the horse enthusiasts out there, my equestrian <laughs> fans, um, I'm assuming there are oils that you rub into their like skins to clean them and like their furs and things. Is that right? Please comment below. <laughs> I don't know where below is. <laughs> the sort of uh, stains that you'd expect in a stables are there. Yeah. Nothing. There is nothing non-stable. Related. There's no. There's none of that. Um, that milky transmutation oil anywhere. Does it look like any of the 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 hay is flattened as if things had been stored in here? Uh, no, there's actually, apart from in the, the the stall that Thaddeus is in, there is no other hay. Oh. There's some aside that clearly is ready for him, like to be fed to him. Yeah, and all of the other stalls are, are that cleaned out. There's not even, there's no hay in them. What if Thaddeus is a zombie horse? Guys, what's going on? We should get going. Yeah, I, it looks pretty pretty clear in here it's suspiciously clean yes and a family with this sort of money to only have one horse is that not normal no not at all have you seen the size of the manor one horse is preposterous no carriage as well no carriage i mean is it possible they're just out at the moment on the horses uh, is Enkidu in this conversation? Is he too far away? Um, I'd say the Enkidu and Gaius are at the door again, so keeping a watch of Ed, edge closer. Well, perhaps they're hunt- they're not very good at hunting the fact that they can just teleport this bloody stuff in. Yeah, I'd only have one horse if I could just teleport everywhere. That makes sense. I mean, the most normal aspect is that they just keep it tightly stable, but otherwise, you know, yeah, like they don't need to have horses around everywhere, but like. I mean, is there anything else we can glean from this stable or, or, or should we move on? Can I have a look at the horse and like yeah. just go and give him a little sort of pat on the muzzle? <laughs> Nose. I only know one part of a horse and that's because it's a gaskin. <laughs> oh, really? What is a gaskin? Yeah. What? It's like part of the hind leg of a horse, so it's not where you oh, stroke yeah. a horse. Yeah. No. It's the only part I know, though. Is that where like the name comes from? Uh, no one really knows. But like, maybe like, yeah, like horse rearers. Yeah. Yeah. From Ireland. Oh. Anyway. There you go. Like, I don't touch the gaskin, but I touch the face. <laughs> touch the gaskin. <laughs> Make a, an animal handling check then. 14. 14. Okay, so it doesn't, like, freak out at your approach. In fact, like, all of you moving around, Thaddeus just seems quite... Quite content. It's like trotted a bit back and forth, like in his stall. He's just eating some hay. He's probably not used to being 
this many people being in there at this late mm-hmm. at night. But he doesn't seem... He seems really well cared for, actually, as you take a good look, Juna. Yeah, his flanks are really well groomed. His his mane and his How are his gaskins? His gas... I mean, you, you don't want to touch them. <laughs> I wouldn't touch them, but... They, but they, they're, they're well they're yeah. well kept. Like, mm-hmm. um, whether or not Trimpt is doing this himself or, or maybe Matt Trim is, is looking after this horse, they're doing a really good job. It looks very healthy. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing, like, odd about the horse? No, not at all. Cool. What if we kill him? What? Excuse me? I mean, he is unnaturally healthy while so many animals around here are dead. Didn't your book detail spells about how to keep organs going? What if the price of keeping one animal alive, one creature alive and so healthy for so long is the blood and livelihood of other animals? I mean, I don't know if you're jumping to conclusions there, Inkidu. Like, it it, it might just be a well-looked-after horse. Ah. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe my prejudice is speaking out. It looks like more, it's just, well, more money is spent on keeping this horse in good nick then. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I agree with you on that, but killing killing this horse isn't going to fix that, I'm afraid. I put a hand on Enkidu's shoulder and say, we all understand where you're coming from, Enkidu. We all understand. I don't think I do. <laughs> Gwendolyn getting very confused in the corner. I'm so confused. <laughs> Please don't kill the horse. Thaddeus is lovely. <laughs> the stupid plan I had in my mind was that if we killed the horse, maybe we'd have proof of their necromancy experiments if we saw him walking around the, the next day. But yeah, um, it was a stupid idea. I'm sure there's other ways we can do things rather than killing a beloved pet. Yeah. Shall we move on? Yeah, I think we need to check out this town. In which case, everyone, make another stealth check, please, as you head toward the south edge. Twelve. Unnatural twenty. Nine. Twelve. Eighteen. So you've, uh, as as you're sort of discussing theories on the horse, and Gwendolyn and Enkidu <laughs> especially are getting um, getting into a little discussion about how much money should be spent on looking after a horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you make your way south, and again, there doesn't seem to be any movement. What is interesting is in this whole estate, you've really not actually noticed a huge amount of uh, wildlife at all. Like there are, there are a few birds around, but there's no there's no like foxes. There's no there's no deer running around, and actually there's enough space that you that you'd expect that there could be deer in this park in this in this estate. But eventually, you make your way down toward uh, the folly itself. As you approach, is uh, it's a circular tower, and from the side that you're approaching, it's completely crumbled away. On the opposite side, the the walls raise maybe about two floors, but again, the, the, it's, it's all it's a ruin, is what it is, uh, what it mm. what it looks like. There's a curved stairway that runs a uh, runs along the, the the crumbled wall, leading up to a small platform with a window at it that you can imagine actually looks quite nicely out over the town. It's probably a really nice view. It's way above uh, the ten foot wall, so you can imagine that actually it's it's quite a nice view to the south in the center of this whole circular tower though there is a statue of a, a rearing dragon Ooh. yeah it's got um sort of patches of moss all over it and it looks aged but again from re- knowing that this thing was only built probably about a year ago you get the impression that this has been aged up it's yeah. maybe not necessarily a really old statue how big is the statue uh about the size of a horse yeah, sort of life size, life size, much smaller than what you've heard an actual dragon. Has any, have any of you heard about dragons? 
Maybe in my education, yeah. In storybooks. Yeah. Yeah, storybooks or maybe history. Yeah, I feel like if dragons are part of the world, I may have encountered stories of dragons or bits and bobs of dragons on my travels. I've probably read about one somewhere, but... Yeah, yeah, Not necessarily, like, first-hand ever actually seeing one, yeah. So what you know is that, obviously, they're, they're described to be much, much bigger than this. But this, at the same time, looks looks quite lifelike. Uh, a little bit stylistic, but very, it's a very nice statue, actually. Hmm. What can anyone see? <laughs> Orin. I relay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tiny dragon with bits of moss on. I'm going to touch the, touch the um, statue, just have a feel. Uh, it's cold stone. It's a sort of, um, it's, it's a grey stone. You're not kind of quite sure what it's necessarily made of. Mm. Yeah, it just feels cold. It doesn't react to you touching it. So there's the stone steps leading up. There's the dragon. And there, do- there doesn't seem to be like an... There's no like inside. No, there's no there's no roof to the tower. Yeah. There's no uh, ceiling. There are sort of piles of rubble around the edges. Uh, and again, looking at them, they're they're very eloquently placed. Like it's very aesthetically pleasing. Like the entire look of this, like it is the perfect crumbled tower. <laughs> like even even some of the plant life that's growing into the the rocks and things that the, the the piles of stone and like masonry that's been like just dotted away and like it's it's curated this entire look yeah i would very much like to walk up the steps of the tower can we like is that like a thing that we can do yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and again the stones the, the stone steps like that curve up and around they you know there's little patches that are like made to look a little bit more crumbled again but never in a way that is dangerous to walk up if everyone's looking around can you all make an investigation check please Oh my gosh. 11. 19. I mean, I've rolled a 24, but I feel like I should roll at disadvantage because I can't see anything. I'm going to give myself disadvantage and I roll a 2. Oh. <laughs> so that's an 8. I mean, oh self-imposing disadvantage, Orion. It's it's very honest of you. <laughs> I can't see anything. Would you get Gaius? 6. 6. Okay. Orion and Kidu and Gaius, you just get quite distracted by this dragon. <laughs> It's a very nice dragon. The the three of you start like comparing stories you've heard about dragons. It seems a bit small. That's all. That's my point. Yeah, looks like a um like a dragon I heard once. I lived by the sea. Oh yeah, <laughs> Puff was his name. I heard. <laughs> well, I've heard of that one. He was a magic dragon as well, ironically. But he looks very similar to what this <laughs> depiction looks like. Well, from what I've read, all dragons are a bit magic. Yeah. I've heard uh, there's a kingdom where um, dragons were uh, gifted humanity with certain magic, and uh, the humans could revive. Dragons somehow ended up being um, turned into stone, and humans could awaken a dragon from the stone so they could run the world again. I just uh, had a boyish impulse to touch it and see if that if I could sense some kind of life in there, but I uh, didn't want to take a chance. You come up with some deep shit, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> So, Juna, as you head up the steps and you, you make your way to the sort of the, the little viewing platform, mm-hmm. it is again up here. There are there are vines strewn around the little uh, uh, railing that's been installed. It's overgrown, but to a really beautiful, pleasing state. Looking through the window, the little archway, it is just it is just a view of the town, and you can see a few lights on here and there as people are sort of going about their nighttime routines. There are uh, a few windows of, of, of families trying to put children to sleep that you can see spot from where you are. There are a few uh, curtains drawn uh, with shadows moving around inside. There are even out beyond, you can see just, just the smallest glimpse of the Lockholt wood, in, even in the dark, like 
Yeah. So if you can see like the massive trees on the horizon, but beyond anything else interesting up here, no. You think this entire platform is just designed to see the see the town? It's a beautiful okay. view. Um, Gwendolyn, with your nineteen, mm-hmm. um, you start looking uh, around the the rubble and things. It's around the bottom. Uh, you just sort of walking along the walls, and you get toward the bottom of the stairs actually. Uh, and there is a single brick uh, in the wall that catches your attention mm. because it has the carving of a rose on it. Oh. A very particular carving that very particularly matches the necklace that you're wearing. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I decide to touch the stone. I'm either going to kind of press it like it's a button or if that doesn't work, I'm going to try and pull it out. Yeah. So as you press it, um, it does pop out as if it's on a spring. Um, I investigate the stone. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't come right the way out. You have a quick look at it, and it's still attached to the wall, but there is clearly something holding it. There's like a metal bar on the other side of it. The brick itself, though, can now be turned. I turn it. Lovely. Um, <laughs> three boys, can you make a dexterity saving throw, please? Oh, shit. oh my gosh. Bloody Nora. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. Yeah, 17. 11. Uh, 12. As Gwendolyn is just turning this brick, the three of you having your discussion about the dragon, um, Enkidu, no- Enkidu notices at first that the, the section of tiled floor that you're stood on just starts sliding backwards. It drops for a moment and then starts sliding backwards. Enkidu yeah. very naturally steps off of it. Uh, Gaius and Orin, however, just stumble forward onto the first of a set of steps. Hey! Oh! oh. <laughs> And the, the entire, the rest of the floor like slides sort of in this small sort of four by four section of the, of the tiles, just slides away into the flooring itself. At the base of the dragon statue, there's now a set of steps that leads about 15 feet directly downward. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, uh, this is beautiful. Gwendolyn has a huge smile on her face <laughs> and she can't help but want to investigate what what's down there. Cool. So Gwendolyn rushes straight over. Yeah. Goodness sake. She's really keeping an eye out because she knows that there could be um, traps and so she tells everybody to be very careful, but she feels like she's going to be able to deal with anything. Uh, first up, make an investigation check for traps then. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, no, that's a four. So, obviously, she's... <laughs> she's just too eager to get down those steps. She's just too excited. <laughs> um, Juna, obviously, you can see that there's a bit of commotion going on downstairs, so you're welcome to join me. I'll start I'll start coming down the stairs. With Gwendolyn leading the way, who is heading down? I see that she's, like, kind of foolishly run off into, like, unknown darkness, and I kind of wearily nod my head to, to the lads, and I just, like, I hop down. Is it completely dark down in the staircase? Yeah. <laughs> It's complete, yeah, it leads into... At this, at this point, Orin's just going to grab a rock, get his little phosphorus out, and just be like, oh, right, stealth things over, I think, and just, just light up a rock so we can see what's going on. Cool. So, yeah, you can see where, where you are. Uh, Gaius and Juno, are you heading down the steps as well, or are you staying? I'm, I'm going to go down the steps, but I imagine because I was at the top, I'm probably at the back a of A little way behind. Party, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, sure. Um, Juno, just keep an eye out for anyone who might be like, overseeing or seeing where we're going. All right. I, I have a look around. <laughs> cool. Do you want to make a perception check then? Um, That would be a five. Cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very good look at it. To be fair, you're quite old and these stairs, 
Lysa said they were designed to ne- not necessarily be dangerous. You're just taking your time coming down them. Yeah. Gwendolyn, you rush down. Like I said, it's only about 15 feet of steps in a direct line downwards. Mm. And you get to the bottom and there is a door. It's an iron door, heavy iron door. Again, pretty standard for what you know this to be. Yeah. You have a quick look at it, however, and this one has no handle, no lock. Uh, the only thing that is interesting or, or notable about the door is that on the front of it uh, is the phrase carved in, the word is the key. Hmm. The word is the key. Oh. <laughs> is it written in common? It's written in common. Everyone can read that. Yeah. And slowly and surely, Enkidu comes down after Gwendolyn, like followed by Orin, and Gaius just joins at the back. And me. <laughs> Juna's Juna's probably by this point just gotten to like say like the ground floor. She's she's next oh, okay. to the dragon. I'm quite far behind. Cool. You're quite far behind. Yeah. Okay. You're not quite yeah. to the top of the stairs just yet. Gwendolyn, um, you seem to you seem to. Isn't it beautiful? Isn't this just fantastic? Everything, every part of it. it oh, he's such a genius. What? what? Um, the word what are you all is, about? Anybody want to try and work this out? Um, I mean. I try and touch the writing that says word mm-hmm. just to see if anything comes away. <laughs> um, no, not in this instance. It's just it's just carved into the into the iron. Is there a key oh, is there a keyhole anywhere? No. No keyhole, no nothing. Just the word is the key. What, what you, could the word be? Do you know who's put this here? <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna so Gwendolyn, what's the Elvish for key? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I say key in every language I know, common, elvish and all. Cool. Can um Orin, Gwendolyn, and Kidu and Gaius make a dexterity saving throw, please? What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I wasn't ready. Oh no. Uh that is a twenty-one for me. Oh, of course it is for you. Gwendolyn's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Eleven. Eight. Thirteen. So, as Gwendolyn quite happily starts reciting all known words uh, in different languages for the word key, um, Juna, at the top of the stairs, you watch as this dragon drops to its all fours, just slowly turns its head, opens its mouth, looking directly down the stairs, takes a deep breath, and... Huge uh, breath of fire just rushes down the stairway. Um, so Gaius and Enkidu, you both take fourteen points of fire damage. Uh, what? Gwendolyn and Orin, you both only take seven. Oh my gosh! As oh my gosh. unbeknownst to all of you, um, it's only that Gwendolyn, not really realizing, so sort of going, oh well, that hasn't worked. Turned around, has caught sight of this dragon and like this flame, so has ducked down. Um, Orin, seeing Gwendolyn do that, copies the same, oh. and then Kidu and Gaius, your reaction is just that little bit too slow. Oh god! Oh no! Oh, okay, okay, stop, um, stop, stop, um, stop! Whatever um, everyone's doing, stop it! Stop! Like <sighs> Gwendolyn gasps and like clasps her hands over her mouth. What happens to the dragon? Like, is the dragon like gone back to stone after it does this? It's, or is it still... Um, it's still moving. It's not necessarily ready for another attack. It is just slowly breathing and staring at the four of them at the bottom of the stairs. Clarify, DM. That was fi- that was fourteen points of damage. Fourteen points of fire damage. Yeah, okay. uh, seven if it was if you rolled thirteen or lower. Okay, guy is not looking good. Yeah, neither is Enkidu. He's barely hanging on. I I think I'm gonna shout down the stairs. No, whatever you just did, don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. 
Um, there. you look re- I don't have anything to heal you. Uh, I've, I can heal one person. Ah, oh, ah, yes. am I, I'm not there yet, Baby David, am I? No, you're, you're basically, like, moving around the dragon at this point. And so stood at the top of the stairs, it's up to you whether or not you stand within its, like, line of fire, or... I'm gonna not... Do- oh, but I have to do that to get down the stairs, right? Yep. Uh, you can see, like, from, from your view, you can just about see everybody gathered at the bottom of the stairs. They're about 15 feet away. Okay, I, I'm gonna be like, don't do what you just did. And I I can come and help you, but don't do what you just did. <laughs> no. Hey? <laughs> so much pain. I, I take my water skin and try to pour some of the water on Gaius's burn. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna like. I, I can't reach my loot because I'm really burnt and hurting, and I'm just gonna sort of like w- whimper to myself. Oh, this body's on fire, and I will. <laughs> in words, um, which gains me back nine points of damage. Amazing. Wow. Oh, well done. I'm. I'm. I'm going to die if okay. anything touches me. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to Enkidu and um and get the get my little metal flask out with the bees mm-hmm. and um to just go over and sort of uh, quickly adjust them to be more into burn heal uh mode rather than patching up cuts and grazes yeah. uh, and, sure. and let them go to work. Cool. Yeah, they do. They skitter across, almost like letting out a little oil or like sort of a little liquid that just soothes yeah. everything as they're going along. A bit of salve. Oh, yeah. hello. Rolled well. That is twelve points of nice. health back. Oh wow. Rolled an Pretty eight. Pretty much almost back to four. Thank you. I'll shoot shoo my bees back into the cup, noting that they they look pretty tired out and <laughs> that they probably can't do anything else for the rest of the day. <laughs> I clasp his arm in thanks and just like slowly get back to my feet like. Sorry, I should have realised it wouldn't be that simple. Yeah, well, to yes. be fair, no one's going to just assume that a stone dragon's going to breathe fire up their ass. <laughs> I, yes, it's, you wouldn't know, would you? What What got you so excited in the first place? The look on your face was just so out of character. <laughs> I think you'll find I smile a lot, just not often when you're speaking. <laughs> <laughs> you ran... You, I'm sorry, hang on. Wait, you know we are skulking about a potentially dangerous person's estate. A trap door opens and what? You you expect us to believe this is natural behaviour? Goodness sake, get a Can we just clarify that uh, in the space of one minute, um, Enkidu just got burned twice. <laughs> <laughs> Funny and all, but also seriously, there's a freaking dragon looking at us. And it is like the statue is still just slowly breathing, waiting for you to make another move. This um, security device is the work of, um, well, either my father or my sister. So I recognise the craftsmanship and it's really the most excellent work you could possibly have done but it does mean it's going to be incredibly hard to get into but if they've used my father for this security then well there's something very very valuable behind this door your family designed this well my father yes my sister's his main apprentice i'm not quite as um 
mechanically gifted. Okay, so we we can unpack that a little bit later on because that's absolutely worth unpacking. But right now, um, what would you say is the best remedy for getting through this thing? I'm not a hundred percent if we're going to be able to. I mean, well, we've got this dragon to contend with. We've got to work out what this answer to this riddle is. I think perhaps it may be beyond our skill set, and I don't feel like you want to get burned again, really. No. Well, at least we can surmise that the door has some kind of feature that allows it to recognise speech. Because as soon as you spoke those words, that thing came down. It certainly knew somebody was trying to get in. The word is the key. And you say that whoever hired your dad would be very rich, wealthy, powerful? Absolutely. My father only does work for the most wealthy and people who really want something a bit special we can presume then it's the it's the family that's hired your dad to do this so do we know anything significant about the family any significant people i don't think we want to say their last name but do we know anything about them at all gang well we could learn something interesting from the lunch tomorrow is the dragon stopping us from leaving you've not tried walking back up the steps just yet uh but it is still staring down at the four of you am i down the steps yet or still walking down them it's up to you, Juno, whether or not you want to step into the, like I say, into the line of sight of this dragon. Yeah, well, I, I shouted down, like, whatever you did, don't do it. And I can see them sort of having a conversation. So I yeah. think I've, from there, that's when I started walking down. Yeah, you, you would have joined them by the bottom now. Is there anything in my memory that would perhaps help me work this out? Is there, could I have seen any um, plans? Could I have overheard any conversations? Yeah, make a history check. Ooh, there's a 21. 21. Um, So whilst you haven't necessarily come across this specific one, um, you've had various conversations with your father and and your sister's gloated about certain things. And even with with Elric getting involved in some of the design aspects, that it is possible to program a password, essentially, that only certain people know to gain access to, to one of the the vaults or the things that your your father builds. You, yeah, you've not necessarily seen this particular phrase as like a clue for it, but actually thinking about it, that's probably what this is, is that there is a very specific word that only people who are allowed access know. I relay that information to the others, that that's what I think how is did happening we, here. How did you open this staircase? Oh, I found a secret button in the tower. It's, well, a secret button, secret stone, really. It's absolutely stunning. Actually, with a 21 as well, you probably know that the um, the dragon attack is only for somebody forcing their way in. You get the sense that you could probably, if you were to walk away, you'd have some safety. I tell them that as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I wonder whether we need to uh, to get, get some sort of a word or password from the people who live here and come back. I think that's probably going to be the only way to do it i mean if it's a password it could be absolutely anything and more immediately did that attack alert anyone from within the mansion that they're trying to break into this place oh that's a good point something off inside oh yes possibly yeah maybe we need to not be here i think that's a good idea guys is going to like get up and gingerly but ever so quickly like step towards up towards the dragon i Mm-hmm. Is the dragon going to move or anything? It's um, it's keeping its eye on you, but it's not it's not breathing in for another attack. You can see. I'm just going to peek my head over the tower. Is there anyone coming towards the tower? Make a quick perception check. 
Ah, no. Ah. <laughs> That's a natural one. But a th- Yay. Three, which makes four. We're about to get arrested. Um, <laughs> you just, when you're like trying to like be super sneaky about it, you keep like popping your head up and drop down again, trying to catch a view, catch, catch a view. And you, you can't see anything. You, you have no idea if someone's coming. Yeah, I, I can't see it. I can't see anything. Um, everyone down on the bottom, what are your passive perceptions? 11. 11. 12. 12. Okay. So it's, um, what you do here is some movement from the other side of the door. Oh. <gasps> oh. Okay. Okay. Someone, someone on the other side. I think we need, we need to, okay, hide somewhere, not next to the door. I think we should go back up these stairs. Yeah. 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 Guys said that it's fine up the top. Let's go up the stairs and maybe we want to shut this, this passageway again. So they don't know that yes, someone's opened and maybe hide, hide at the top and see who comes out. Yeah. 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 Behind a wall or something. Very stealthily. Make my, oh, yeah, the stairs. Everybody runs up. Um, can you all make a, a stealth check to see if you can find some hiding spots? In this abandoned tower. 15. 18. What is wrong with my dice? Six. <laughs> you need to change that dice, man. 25. Swapping dice. We're swapping dice. 14. 14. So most of you uh, run up. Um, I do run and go and put the stone back in its original position. Cool. So as everybody's come out, like the whole tile floor, like like slides back into position uh, where it was. However, in that moment, Orin trips ever so slightly <laughs> and drops his light rock <laughs> so that it bounces down the stairs and gets sealed in. Oh, no. However, with the, uh, the, the tiles back in position, the dragon sort of stands back up on its hind legs and rears back up into the position that it was and just becomes a completely still statue again. However, the rest of you just keep running. Like, you, you, you run out into the darkness, dart behind walls. Are you trying to catch a glimpse of anyone coming out? Uh, I would like to. I would too. Uh, yeah, oh, so would I, actually. Yeah, yeah so you, um, you all, like, dive behind, like, piles of rocks and, and behind bushes and things and catch a view. You wait there about 15 minutes and nobody comes out. And another sort of 10 minutes go by. Still nobody. Uh, they might be able to jump in and out without the door, maybe. Um, this is going to sound weird. Or maybe they weren't coming out of the door. Maybe they just were kicking around in whatever is going on behind that door. A sinister thought is creeping into my head that there's, it's difficult to get in, but I wonder if it's difficult to get out. And I wonder if the noises you heard is the sound of someone trapped down there. Mm. I'm actually thinking the same thing. This is a good place to hide something or someone. And the dragon is there to keep that thing from escaping, just in case it gets through the door. Yeah, and to get people and anyone snooping around killed. Are you thinking they might have someone from the village in there? Maybe the doctor. The doctor. I imagine someone more dangerous, but that's plausible as well. Yeah, I just know the doctor's gone missing, is all. And the doctor is rather important, even if not dangerous. Yeah. Yes. That we know. Who knows? But I mean. How much do you really know about this doctor? Not much. I think at lunch tomorrow we need to get the password to this place if we can. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Let's return to knocking points and come up with... Yeah, let's get out of here. I think we've done as much as we can. Go around the rest of the side of the manor we've not gone around yeah. yet? Just yeah. to cover our bases? Yes. Yeah, sure. I'm feeling stealthy. 
Yeah, you're in the sort of southeastern corner uh, of the the estate, uh, and as you all decide to sort of get up and start moving away, it really is only the the southern side of the manor left before you reach the front gate again. Um, can you all make a, a perception check of the of the southern side? Oh my gosh! Ten. 17. 20. Unnatural. 4. 9. Uh, do you know what you do notice is actually, as you move along the southern side, it's very much designed, uh, first of all, that there's a path that leads from the front round to the stables at the back of the house. Um, and from this side, this is clearly the servant's entrance, uh, which, you know, you're, you're very used to what those kind of things look like. Damn skippy. Yeah. Uh, you've, uh, there's a few steps down to, sort of as you edge closer, what you can clearly see is the kitchen. Uh-huh. You'd have to actually go down those steps to get a good view inside the kitchen, but you, you're you quite comfortable in knowing that this is roughly where the, the servants um, are coming in and out of the house. Uh-huh. The other thing that you do notice is that there is movement in one of the, the windows. It's like a three-story house. It's got ground floor, first floor, second floor, and up in the second floor, there's a bit of movement uh, in one of the windows. Sort of silhouette and a candlelight. This is not the same woman that was casting spells on the on the eastern wing. This is clearly a different woman. And just as she sort of comes up to the window to close some curtains, yeah, you just catch sight of her copper hair. Oh, the copper hair from the from the woods that you saw in the woods. Yes, you get a very good view. She is in the house, like very just because of the way she's got her hair down and sort of the nightgown that she's wearing. She she is very clearly a different woman from the one casting the spells casting the ritual mm-hmm. but at the same time you don't know what she's doing in the house and she closes the curtains and disappears I sort of look up and I go bitch Mr. <laughs> 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 Thorne what's wrong you know that woman just screwed us over and then we nearly yes. died in the mushrooms yeah. yes that's her she's only a servant here she's up there drawing curtains and Kedu's like muscles like tighten his fist tightens like <sighs> They're in for it. I mean, I'm not adverse to going up there and giving her a good tongue licking. She's within range. I could just... No, no, no. Hi, time out, time out. What, what, wait, what? Let's leave. What's a tongue licking? Yeah, what's a tongue licking? Yeah, I've got questions about that too. <laughs> I don't know why I said it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not the expression, is, that is it? tough talk. I'm going to give you a tongue licking. <laughs> tongue lashing, right? I couldn't think of that. <laughs> give you that a was the phrase. To. That was it, like a good talking to. <laughs> Is it a yeah, tongue yeah. lashing? I think it's a tongue lashing. <laughs> I'm not adverse to going up there and giving her a no, tongue lashing. Tongue licking. Tongue licking. Yeah. No, no. Tongue licking, that's what you said. So no wonder they've got our stuff from the forest then. That's the... Mm. If she's the one that was pretending to be losing a dog and all of that. So they're all in it together. Can I even look? Yeah. I feel like there's several threads going on here is the door open to the servants quarters like how easy is it to get oh my gosh what no it's it's clearly closed from from what you can see and you've managed to get up quite close to the house as well oh. we haven't rested since the woods <laughs> no. now might not be the best time no but it's up to you if she did you wrong i'll stand by you juna i mean she did this wrong but juna she'll she'll be here tomorrow all right yes. all right you can give her a tongue licking tomorrow <laughs> Or we could assassinate them and let sleep tomorrow night. We don't know. It's up to you. No, we know where she is for tomorrow. Yes. Great. So we're getting out. Of, getting out of here. Then. Yeah. Is there like? Is there anything else like that we can see in the windows? Uh, not without heading right the way down the steps to the to the entrance of the servants' quarters. I'll do that. Okay. Make a make a stealth check. Ten. So as you head down the first few steps. There is a brief bit of movement in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually, it's quite dark in there. Uh, there is on one side a small, 
that's just a soft it's almost candle candlelight glow but it's it's a little bit stronger and as you sort of head down you have to stop yourself because you see um very old half orc lady sort of tottering come round to sort of one side of the room mm-hmm. tamper with something near the, the glow wander back again just as she's on her way out, however, with you halfway down the stairs, she stops and turns and starts heading over to the window to have a have a look. The window that I'm looking in at. That yeah, you're almost at. <laughs> you're not even that close yet. Okay. Uh, what are you doing? I'm gonna duck. Duck. Uh, cool. Make a make a uh, a stealth check. Oh, if we gosh. see her do that, can we like duck instinctuously? Yes. <laughs> Everyone else is far enough back that like you're probably not going to be seen. Okay. Nine. No. Oh no. <laughs> Can I ask a quick question? Because I feel yeah. like she's going to definitely discover me. Do I recognise the half-orc lady at all? Or is she just a stranger half-orc? Just a stranger half-orc. She's very old, sort of white hair, tied back in, into like a little little low plait. Mm-hmm. No, you don't recognise her. From the way she's moving about the kitchen quite comfortably, you get the impression that she's probably either a cook or, some again, some member of staff. Okay. However, you have a brief moment, you see her approaching. You, like, half scrabble up the stairs, half start ducking down, um, and she just comes right up to the window and, like, knocks on it. Hi. Oh, hello. And that's where we'll pick up next time. (laughs) (laughs) You have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master, Ben Galpin as Orin, Chris Watts as Gaius. Daryl Bailey as Enkidu. Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn. And Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social medias. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.